Asia and other parts of Asia and uh, and other countries around the world. So Netflix is going to be fine. I think they probably are like, how do we keep um, reinvigorating content for our, our domestic audience? I think they're wondering, how do we define who we are when we've got competition that is very definable? You know, you think of like HBO is definable, Disney is definable. Um, so I think what we're going to see is them doing, like, trying to cultivate a voice so that way people know what they are. But Netflix is going to continue spending money on content. They're going to continue spending, um, so th- they're going to be fine. I just think I am kind of like, Netflix hasn't done much for me. And you're you're personally bearish in your own personal life on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I meant to do a piece on this myself. Um, to me, the biggest issue for Netflix is Disney because it pre- prevents Netflix having control over pricing power, which inevitably Disney will bring up their price too. But until that happens, Netflix is stuck in the water, and I wonder what that does to their their long-term spreadsheets and things like that. Um, okay. Uh, to, I'm going to let you go. This is the last level of pricing power. Our own personal life on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I meant to do a piece on this myself. Um, to me, the biggest issue for Netflix is Disney because it pre- prevents Netflix having control over pricing power, which inevitably Disney will bring up their price too. But until that happens, Netflix is stuck in the water, and I wonder what that does to their their long-term spreadsheets and things like that. Um, okay. Uh, to, uh, I'm going to let you go. This is the last question. Um, do you have a take on Disney? Um, but I, I meant to do a piece on this myself. Um, to me, the biggest issue for Netflix is Disney because it pre- prevents Netflix having control over pricing power, which inevitably Disney will bring up their price too. But until that happens, Netflix is stuck in the water, and I wonder what that does to their their long-term spreadsheets and things like that. Um, okay. Uh, to, I'm going to let you go. This is the last question. Um, do you have a take on Apple's uh, morning show teaser trailer? <laughs> I said this to someone, and they said, please don't write that take. Uh, but my take is that as someone who liked the newsroom, <laughs> I'm excited for Apple to uh, basically try to do its version of the newsroom. I think it's, the, it's, it's great talent. It could be a disaster, and I'm still like, I'm here for it. It's, it's yeah, I, I, I'm excited. I love how the legacy of the newsroom is the, sh- the greatest show that everyone hate loves. You know? <laughs> and then the ironic thing is, is like, this is a show about a medium and a <laughs> format that essentially streaming has made redundant. <laughs> so it's a yeah, weird. Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, anything you want to plug? No, uh, follow our streaming coverage on TheVerge.com where we're going to be doing a lot of it. Loudmouth Julia on uh, Twitter. Thank you, Julia. What the? Well, thanks, Brian Mitzvah McCullough. Is there another one coming up? And Julia Loudmouth. I've, uh... Largely assessed your loyalties to merely be Jewish, and what you promote and what you discredit seem to fall along your ethnic line and your ethnic bias. Although, I'm willing to amend that again. And uh, every show is a scam. Not at all interested in anything. There's no such thing as loyalty. I can't believe that they're pretending that they can sell these old shows for like how much they're pretending to sell them for, and I don't believe 
cedars and leechers either. I don't know. Maybe I'll give these one of those shows a, a look again, but ugh, it's got the most horrible laugh track I've ever heard. I think I met a guy who put it on there actually, literally with um, editing software. Maybe. No, I think I, I think I know that guy pretty good actually. I think that's what he got paid to do. Paste in laughter. So, like bankruptcy swaps, I think I'm beginning to understand that if you guys are really good at lying and people believe you, then uh, I don't know who would give you a dollar, but maybe I've given you, yeah, no, I've given some Jews some dollars before for sure. And a check and a balance. But they've lost my loyalty. One in particular. One, two, three, four, many. But I guess they can always look for another Gentile to pay their bills. Not good. Sometimes I feel like I come this roundabout way through my voice to just like describe all this stuff and in the previous recording. I think it was evident that I was sort of getting somewhere with my thoughts and my speech, but where exactly that is or was might not be known to you, but I can guess. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Email? Intercom. Intercom. There's no room for idle chat in business. So if email is your only moneymaker, make room for something new. Intercom. Intercom is the only business messenger that starts with real-time chat, then keeps growing your business with conversational bots and guided product tours. Take Intercom customer unity. In just 12 months, conversational bots. 45% more visitors through Intercom's Messenger. Make room for a new revenue channel. Go to intercom.com/podcast. That's intercom.com/podcast. Hi everyone, this is Pivot from the Vox Media Podcast Network. I'm Kara Swisher, and this is Scott Galloway. Scott, we are in New England right now together, but not Shark together. Bait. Shark bait. We'll get to sharks in a minute. You are on Nantucket, where all the fancy people are. Yeah. And I am up in Provincetown, where all the interesting artists and people, different people are. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially our relationship. I well, think let's, re- let's, 
Let's rephrase that. You're lame. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. My name is Kara Swisher. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yes, I believe that's what I just said. No, yeah. just, I'm with the drag queens. I saw a great drag show last night. But the sharks we're referring to is all over the Cape and Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard. There's been sharks everywhere, sighted everywhere, all kinds of stuff on the Internet. Great white sharks are everywhere. And you're scared to go in the water, I understand. Well, I'm not going to say this has had any impact on me, but I refuse to go in the pool. I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm literally... <laughs> I am so freaked out. It's just yeah. uh, because here's the thing about sharks is they okay. they don't you're not part of their natural food supply. They don't, I know way too much about them. There's unfortunately this <laughs> great website you can go to to track all these gray whites, which is like going to airdisaster.com. And that is after you do it, you wish you had not done it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but effectively, these guys don't want to eat us. And most of the time you survive a shark attack. Some data, mm-hmm. Florida has more shark attacks every year than the rest of the world combined. But they just take a small bite, rec- realize you're not their food supply, and they leave. But the idea of a, of a refrigerator with teeth coming up and taking a bite out of me, I'd rather just die instantly than survive <laughs> that to experience Did you survival. see Jaws? We're the same. We saw Jaws. Jaws was a formative movie for us, correct? One of the great films of all time, Roy Scheider and Robert mm-hmm. Shaw's Cinematic Peak, probably Richard Dreyfuss. A cinematic and too. Spielberg, it made Spielberg a star too as a director. Hundred percent, a second movie after Duel with Dennis Weaver. Anyways, <laughs> enough about enough about sharks. I'm scared shitless. Can we segue into WeWork because WeWork? Yes. Mission. Speaking of sharks, speaking of things. Speaking like, of sharks, sharks. Speaking of sharks, you're obsessed with WeWorks too. First of all, let's just make it clear. You've been talking about the WeWork business model as being less than sound for a long time why don't you go into that first and of course their ipo is coming so go for it scott well first let's talk about their mission and their mm-hmm. mission is to elevate the world's consciousness which they say that like it's a good thing i've got an appointment here tomorrow at this thing called the green lady dispensary and my mm-hmm. entire all my disposable income lately is going to try to dampen my consciousness but they're talking <laughs> about elevating it whether it's a kappa or trips to the dispensary my wife was complaining this morning that I'm not present enough. I'm like, oh, trust me on this. You do not want me present. I need to be less <laughs> conscious. Anyways, elevating our consciousness. It's a fucking, it's, it's real estate. And this is literally, we kind of continues this culture of let's find the words and the position that want me. And my mm-hmm. ent- so go for it, Scott. Well, first let's talk about their mission and their mm-hmm. mission is to elevate the world's consciousness, which They say that like it's a good thing. I've got an appointment here tomorrow at this thing called the Green Lady Dispensary. And my Mm -hmm. entire, all my disposable income lately is going to try to dampen my consciousness. But they're talking about (laughs) elevating it, whether it's a kappa or trips to the dispensary. My wife was complaining this morning that I'm not present enough. I'm like, oh, trust me on this. You do not want me present. I need to be less (laughs) conscious. Anyways, elevating our consciousness. It's a fucking, it's, it's real estate. And... This is literally, we kind of continues this culture of let's find the words and the positioning of the highest multiple companies in the world, and then let's try and masquerade as one of those companies. So they're calling themselves Spaces Service SaaS. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They talk about themselves being a tech company. They, they mention the word technology 123 times in, in their the, prospectus. In, they uh-huh. talk about, you're not a renter, Kara, so you're a member so mm-hmm. when I stay at, uh, you know, the Holiday Inn next week, I'm not a guest. I'm a member. Mm-hmm. And they also talk about um, uh, they're trying to position Adam Newman as the next Jeff Bezos. They mentioned his name 169 times. Yes. yes. And if you 
read the related party transaction section. It's like literally reading a lesson in poor corporate governance, and it's an terrible indictment on the board that they let this shit go down. So, for example, well, explain Adam that. Newman, what have they done? Well, for example, Adam Newman owned the term "we." He called his family office and investment holdings the "we" group, and they decided, or "we," they decided that would be a better name for the company. So, in his generosity, he sold the term "we." which I didn't know could be trademarked, back to the company for a cool $5.9 million that was supposedly validated by an outside uh, third party. So $700 million in loans, a constant uh, two-step in, the, in the, the prospectus. And what we have here is a company, uh, it's an interesting company. It should be worth like 2 or $3 billion, similar to its competitors. But they're trying to position it as something that's worth 45. And what this really is, Kara, this is a test of how of whether or not the markets finally say enough. I mean, Uber and Lyft got out. They probably shouldn't have, but the markets are starting to sober up and take both those firms to the woodshed. It'll be interesting if the consensual hallucination continues and WeWork can even get out. So what do, you, what do you think this business is worth and what do you think the business is? Away from all there's, you know, uh, renting as a service or whatever it is, it says, what do you think it is? Well, it did $1.8 billion in revenue for 2018, and granted, it's explosive growth, up 105% year-on-year, but it also reported losses of about $1.9 billion. And if you look at other companies that are in the business of renting offices, they get anywhere between 0.5 and 3 times. So let's look at this and say it trades at the upper range of this. This is a company, and let's assume that they, at some point they get some scale and can, at, uh, you know, somewhere along the lines, look at profitability. This is a company that if you're really excited about it, you could justify maybe a five to ten billion dollar valuation because it is a great brand. They do a great job, but let me start a company where I can lose a hundred. You know, I can I can lose fifty cents on the dollar, and I'll build a great co working space. I don't think that's yeah. You know, I, I think it's yeah. I can retract everything and just say never mind. I was going to say, well, I, um, <clears throat> I did apply to some companies today as I often do. And I feel that my one central hub right now is like the most effective way for me to work all my projects. Who <laughs> you knew it could be that simple. Make one web page that has three web pages on it. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to, basically sell shares in my company or for my company. Yeah, show, sell shares for my company. Um, <clears throat> I also have a donation address and a payment address. I have no banking fees. I have a lot of web. Um, a lot of people aren't spending BTC though. would I be working for? I mean, maybe BCH or BSV, but whatever, crypto. I don't really want to work for Monero, though, because it just seems like there's a long you know, there's a history of that <clears throat> and what it's used for, so I don't want to be off-put or put off. NFCF, U.S. Army Ranger Unit during a demonstration of the elite force. Oh, gosh. Two more knees need attention.
Campbell-Lejeune's history of poison drinking water causing illness, disease, birth defects, and death is all, it's one all Americans should hear about. But if I read it in my head, am I hearing it? <laughs> Radical attorney says take over Democratic Party. Sheehan, is that a... Sheehan. Where's her name? All this little... No, Danny Sheehan. Poisoned? He told us third parties had been poisoned long ago, so... For me, that might be part of the reason I don't like figurative language. You just lost me there. There's... Right there in the same paper, there's an article about poisoned water. Are you telling me somebody else was poisoned? Well, that's a fake sign. Is it? Or is it just so... That looks like a fake sign. Or it's just really well done. <clears throat> Particular... Uh... What's that? Particular, uh, protest sign. Mm, that's funny. They have a photograph, a caption, and then the article does not seem to refer. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah, okay. This is all garbage to me. It's too bad. Gosh. Looks like I agree with like one of the central. I don't know. Maybe I've maybe I've changed. Maybe I've changed. I feel like I have something to say, but I just can't remember what it is. I mean, I'm definitely thinking about video and stuff. And Looks like a good article. Something about the Mexican War, basically. That's some stuff I've never heard about. Oh, an Israeli conscientious objector. Well, let's see, what can I say? Um, it seems like I have something to do, and I don't. I kind of failed on some, um, organization today. I did some things wrong, and I was extremely, well, 
majorly baffled essentially by how much friction all these systems caused. And so I, I meted out a fair amount of uh, rebuke, depending upon how much annoyance I witnessed and uh, or interference there was. And there's so much interference. And then I mentally kind of estimated it was it wasn't hard and I mapped it against like the futures of these companies and I was like wow like I can see just like all this stuff you know it's just like oh okay well this is all you know like the relationship between how lame they are and how good they're going to be in the future it's like I can kind of tell now that doesn't mean everything but I noticed like a lot of distinct and that was about how to even apply to their jobs. Like, how easy was it to apply to the job? Like, how long, how many things did they put in my way? And there was all these, like, rules to, like, this this type of file. This, we don't do that type of file. They, like, want a text. They didn't, this one site wouldn't even allow a TXT file, a text file, when I was uploading a resume. So I had to use, like, a proprietary, like, PDF or a, Microsoft Doc or something. I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. Um, and all I have to send them is NFC, FACTS. This says everything. And not only that, but the platform currently exhibits and or just shows just how easy it is to make these. And if you listen to me long enough, I mean, I'm manifesting entireties... But, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, I mean, I could be a showrunner. If people would finance me, I could be running shows, like, left and right. I mean, I'm already running, like, 12 shows, but I don't really have people working for me yet, so. Some people, I don't know. I was going to say something about people. I don't know what's happening out there. Like, I looked at some of my previous associates. It's almost like a bad dream. One guy I really liked, he's in a guild. Like, he's gone. He's off Instagram. Or he blocked me. Then the girl I was, the woman I was trying to interact with, like her account got hacked on Instagram and it's like really frightening because it's like, it seems like it's about me because it happened right after I finally got a hold of her. But I think it's just like <clears throat> my sensitivity and stuff, maybe. Like this one guy dipped, but he had like the best Instagram ever. But maybe he thought like me, maybe he's like, you know what, maybe um, I'm over this thing. Like giving away content for free. I mean, that was like the whole thing that stopped me from... I don't do Instagram anymore. Like, if anything, I publish, like, a picture once in a while just to try to get people to go to my websites. But I'm not giving my show to their platform. In fact, I don't even really like using it. And that's what I'm saying right now. Um, I just really am trying to go get the people that I knew pretty good. But, oh, I recently um, uploaded all my email contacts. I found some more email. I'm looking for, like, a point man, basically, in West Hollywood. Um, I have a few people in mind, but I don't know who's going to want to work for me or be a partner you know, or a manager. Yeah, it's just hard to tell, like, how, you know, do people really want to act or not, you know? Maybe they just don't think it's real. And it's only as real as you make it until... You get more people to make it. I think sometimes people like want to just, I don't really know actually. Maybe they just, you know, like me, 
I want to get paid unless I'm working on a project that like sounds like a lot of fun or sounds deep. Like I do it for free probably. But lately, I mean, I'm doing a lot of projects where it's like <clears throat> investor is almost like, I heard that once too. Like I never thought of it that way. Like an investor is someone who puts their time into a project as well or their identity. It doesn't even have to be money. Money is almost like just one thing to put in. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, to summarize, I mean, it was hard to apply to HBO Warner. It was absolutely fucking annoying. And then there's other websites that were really hard to apply to, too. And guess what happened? The guys that were at HBO, the main Game of Thrones guys, they went to Netflix recently. Netflix, on the other hand, is incredibly easy to apply to. Like, their form, it just it's, takes, like, two minutes. I mean, there's just no friction. I mean, if I don't want to give you my email address, there's a reason for that. I'm giving you something to listen to. There was one website that was like, oh, that's an invalid email address because I put x at x dot x. So I put xx at xx dot xx. Wow, you guys really fucking weeded out the fucking thing you're trying to weed out, isn't it? You shouldn't have even asked me for an email account. I don't like to use email. I mean, lately I'm even dropping a phone number. I just got a new phone number. Like I got a free phone number. And I'm not going to tell you how I got it. Not until you start paying me. I'll tell you in person, though. Or, yeah, if you're one of my pals, I mean, contact me where I contacted you. And if you need a free phone number. Uh, it's almost better than the old free numbers I got. Because I don't think there's any limit. Oh, except that I can't use it offline. It, it has to be, a, so it has to be um, Wi-Fi. Which is fine for me, because I'm just texting you on your outmoded shit. You should be texting me on my fucking website, basically. Oh, yeah, so I looked at some... Uh, I don't know what to say. I am bragging. Bragging that... <clears throat> I don't have to be like you guys. Hey, what's up? Gotta be careful about bragging, though. I'm like, I don't have to be like you guys. But uh, I'm back in my sleeping bag unless someone wants to call it theirs. I'll be like, oh, wow, you stole it from me, so. Oh, yeah, I got new proverbs in uh, Spanish. That's good. Oops, stop it. Bitch. Fucking Google. Oh, get the fuck off my dick, you fucker. Oh, you fucked up my fucking read, dude. Man. Google is nothing but the worst. I fucking hate those people, dude. They fuck up my phone, dude. Six Del hombre son las disposiciones del corazón, mas de Jehová es la respuesta de la lengua. There ain't no Jehovah back in the Old Testament. What the hell, dude? I think I know something. A man 
has the disposition of his heart or something. That doesn't make sense. Dude, fuck me. This sucks ass. This is what paper is like. 15. The plans of the heart. Del Hombre. So unless... The plans of the heart belong to man. Oh, that's why it says Jehovah. Oh, maybe it is Jehovah. Mas de Jehovah es la respuesta de la lengua. Lengua. Okay. Language. Lengua. All the tongue. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Todos los caminos. Ah, the way. Los camino. El camino. The camino. Ah. Todos los caminos del hombre son limpios. Limpios? En su propia opinión. In your opinion, para Jehovah, peso los espíritus. Pero Jehovah pesa? Is that weight? Wow, pesa weighs. Encomienda a Jehovah tus obras y tus pensamientos serán afirmados. And tus pensamientos serán afirmados. Afirmados. Todos las cosas ha hecho Jehovah para sí mismo. Y on al impio para el día malo. Todos las cosas ha hecho Jehovah. Jehovah has made everything for its purpose. All las cosas ha hecho, made, Yahovah para sí mismo, purpose, I suppose, mismo, mismo. Y aun al impio para el día malo, and aun al impio for the day bad, day bad, the bad day. Abomination is al Jehovah toda altiva de corazón. Everyone who is arrogant in the heart is an abomination to the Lord. Abomination is uh, Jehovah al toda altiva de corazón. Ciertamente no cuadrará impune. 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 Unpunished. Impunity. Impunity. Immunity. That's what I was thinking. Immunity, but impunity. With impunity. Con misericordia. What the hell is that? Steadfast? Con misericordia y verdad se corrige el pecado. That's hard to say. 
y con el temor de Jehová los hombres se apartan del mal. Cuando los caminos de way, which, cuando which los caminos del hombre sos agradables a Jehová, when the man's ways please the Lord, agradables, aun agradables aun a sus enemigos, has estar as paz con él. Pass, I know pass. Mejor, mejor, better. Mejor, mejor. Es lo poco, little, con justicia. Justicia. Que las muchad, muchad hombre de fruto sin derecho. En great de frutos, revenues with derecho. The frutos. Is that what revenue is? Is that frutos? Wow. Sin derecho. Injustice. Derecho. El corazón del hombre piensa su camino. The heart of man something way. Corazón? Plans his way. Piensa. Piensa. Mas Jehovah endereza sus pasos. But the Lord establishes his steps. Oracula ha peons. Oracula. 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 He en los labios del rey. Lips. Ah, labios. Damn, everything is just like, every word in English is just like a mutation of the Spanish word that is just so basic, like lengua and labios. Labios just means lips. Pussy lips. Arraculajeos en los labios del rey. Del rey? King? Del real. Real? Real? En Jusio no prevericara su boca. Oy, oy, oy. The mouth does not sin in judgment. Obra suegazo. Todos las pesas. Hmm. Abominaciones a las rejas a ser impiedad. Damn it. Impiedad, impiedad, es a los reyes hacer impiedad, porque con justicia será af afirmado, afirmado el trono, for the throne is established by righteousness, porque con justicia será afirmado el trono, las labios, the lips. Las labios justice son el contentamiento de los reyes. Delight, content, contentamiento, contentamiento.
y estos aman al que habla la recto. Recto, right. La ira del uh, mensajero, 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 is that wrath? La ira, or no, it's la ira, la ira del reyesa, la ira del reyes mensajero, 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 uh, messenger, mensajero, mensajero. Mensajero de muerte. La ira del rey es mensajero de muerte. La ira del rey es mensajero de muerte. La ira del rey es mensajero de muerte. Mas el hombre sabio la habitará. En la agria, en agria, en la Alegría, alegría del rostro, 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 rostro de la, de esta la vida. En, en la alegría del rostro, del rey, that's such a small word, but that's the king, right? Y su benevolencia es como nubre de lluvia tardía. I'm getting tired of talking this way. Mejores adecuera sabidura cuero oro apreciado. Y adecuera 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 inteligencia. Adquirir, adquirir inteligencia, inteligencia, vale más que la plata. Ah, really, plata, plata. El camino de los rectos se aparte del mal, su vida guarda el que guarda su camino. El camino de los rectos se aparta del mal. Su vida guarda. Su vida guarda es el, el, el que guarda su camino. Su vida. Su vida guarda es que guarda. 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 Guarda su camino. Antes del quebrantamiento es la soberbia, y antes de la cueda la altivez de espíritu. Mejor es humiliar el espíritu con las humildes que repartir de ojos con las soberbios. Oh, all right, I'll just read more of that later.
Everything you guys say is good. Let's just listen to those guys again, because actually, let me put it this way. I'll give you a little clip of this guy. This whole argument, not argument, this whole conversation was uh, relevant to me. So it was a tech meme. Where is he? Tech meme. For, uh, it doesn't say the date. Bummer, dude. August 16th, 19. Is Netflix broken with Julia Alexander ampersand L-O-U-D-M-O-U-T-H Julia? Tech meme right home. I mean, I thought I had a really good time listening to them, but I also think that they're just selling juice. Welcome to a weekend bonus episode of the Tech Meme Ride Home. I'm Brian McCullough. On a recent weekend long reads segment, I recommended a piece by The Verge's Julia Alexander asking whether or not Netflix's recommendation algorithms were broken or maybe just forked. We're going to talk a bit about that today, but also since Julia is on the Streaming Wars beat at The Verge, you know how much I love to talk about the Streaming Wars, and we are right about at the point where the battle is going to be joined in earnest. So, more about that. Please enjoy. I don't follow the... uh, Actually, I don't follow Netflix closely enough to to know this, but um, somehow a bunch of shows got canceled lately that got on my radar. Like, I guess they must have been high-profile shows. And I I would have to imagine that this happens all the time, but somehow it feels different. Like, um, has there been a bunch of shows that have gotten the axe lately? I think we're seeing a couple of things happening. We're seeing a couple... So the first thing that happened is two shows that were beloved by fans um, and critics called Chuka and Birdie and The OA. Chuka and Birdie being an animated uh, adult series and The OA kind of being a sci-fi, um, weird, niche show, um, got canceled. The first, uh, Chuka and Birdie after one season, The OA after two seasons. And we're seeing, I would use the word outrage, which I don't usually use, um, about their cancellations. The interesting thing about this is that canceling shows after one or two seasons is not particularly new for traditional broadcast television. This happens quite often. But the difference is that up until a couple of years ago, Netflix wasn't really canceling anything. Uh, Netflix was increasing its spending size uh, on content, uh, and the idea was just buy, 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 and they'll live on the platform, and, and we can build our own library. Um, so I think what we're seeing happen is people realizing that, oh, Netflix has actually become this type of cable, uh, this type of network that we're used to seeing on traditional TV, which they never position themselves as. So there's this really big moment of um, confusion happening among Netflix fans and then people who just watch television. 
So the idea essentially being the the longtime gravy train where they'll they'll fund anything you want, they'll bring back any show you want and let it run for as long as, as the showrunner wanted to go. Um, that that gravy train is coming to an end. And, and have we've heard rumors about that, right? That that maybe internally um, they're they're trying to uh, watch their their pennies a little more, and they they've been telling people internally that maybe shows that are kind of weak have to go. Right. So Netflix uses a specific type of um, measurement to determine whether or not a show should be renewed. And it's called efficiency. That's the uh, that's what that's what they refer to it as. Efficiency to. Net- An interesting concept, by the way, like Uber, every consumer in the world should use. Now back to pivot recode, hitting white men full time. Is we work and take Uber to we work because your investors, or investors are financing what is a, a non-economical value proposition. But I think this company ultimately is worth five to ten billion dollars, and I think the public markets, after some time, should. register that value and the problem is or one of the issues is these these companies are supposedly worth and they use it as a proxy and a benchmark their most recent private round valuation which for WeWork was around 47 billion dollars and what they fail to realize is that in the private markets the most recent investors usually get a pref meaning that if they put in a billion dollars and they're the last ones to put it in even at this sky high valuation the first billion out of the company they get back so right exactly so that exactly. number is sort of a fake number, but it serves a, a, a very useful purpose for the people trying to pump and dump it, and that is that they can say to the public markets, hey, Joe Lunchbox, you should pay this value for this company because it's cool, the smart people behind Smart. Smart. Smarter way to hire. Smart. 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 Something's wrong with me. I'm not quite sure what it is. I'm not, not in the best mood. <clears throat> Started out with some jealousy or something like that, or some competitiveness, and then um, yeah, everything else was okay. But then I worked kind of like trying to uh, see. I'm, this is not going to work for me. I'm in the wrong place. Yeah, get across the stage.
shade and isolation, but unlikely I'll find it. Might as well just get back to my camp. Into that. I was gonna try to corral my friend again, but fucking Atlanticists anyway, so not really unlikely. Welcome to the Tech Meme Ride Home for Tuesday, August 13th, 2019. I'm Brian McCullough. Today, Tumblr finds its final home, hopefully. New Snapchat spectacles. A new gaming startup tries to one-up Fortnite's social model. Why your DSLR camera is a prime ransomware target. And yes, Twinfluencers are apparently a thing. Here's what you missed today in the world of tech. WordPress.com owner Automatic says it will buy Tumblr from Verizon and take on around 200 Tumblr staffers. Sources originally reported that Automatic paid less than $10 million for Tumblr, but then Peter Kafka tweeted that the price tag might have been as low as $3 million. You might recall that Yahoo bought Tumblr for $1.1 billion in 2013. Then Verizon bought Yahoo in 2017. So this sale represents a mere 0.27% of the original Yahoo purchase price, which was obviously already written down for Verizon years ago. Or as the next web snarked, Tumblr found a buyer for about the same price as a modest home in San Francisco. To be sure, one way to look at this is that it's quite a come down for a once hot startup. But then again, the Tumblr founders did make a huge payday by finding some deep-pocketed dumb money to take them out all those years ago. The problem has always been no one has ever really found a way to monetize Tumblr properly, not even the founders, thus the original sale being a good deal for them, as I'm saying. The question now is, can Automatic do any better? Can it preserve or even help reinvigorate what is one of the most unique corners of the internet? or at least was. The Wall Street Journal asked Automatic's Matt Mullenweg what he planned to do with Tumblr. Quote, Mr. Mullenweg said his company intends to maintain the existing policy that bans adult content. He said he has long been a Tumblr user and sees the site as complimentary to WordPress.com. It's just fun, he said of Tumblr. We're not going to change any of that, end quote. Tumblr has a strong mobile interface and dashboard where users follow other blogs, he said. Executives will look for ways WordPress.com and Tumblr can share services and functionality, end quote. Okay, so see, keeping that porn ban, that's kind of a bad idea. I don't know. Hey, if anyone wants to try to keep Tumblr alive, that has to be better than the alternative, no matter what the strategy they employ for doing so. As I've said before, it's impossible to under-stress what a unique community Tumblr once brought into being. Before the era of influencers, Tumblr was one of the first and best ways people found a way to brand and express their unique points of view online. One generation had GeoCities, which it looks back on with fond nostalgia, but another generation had Tumblr, for which it has similar affection. 
Before the course modern internet landscape came into reality, Tumblr was a sea of mostly goodness and whimsy. The way people think positively of TikTok now, people once thought of Tumblr as a similar refuge of positivity and light. Maybe it can become that again, because we could certainly use it. Snap has announced Spectacles 3, with an updated design going on sale in November for $380. That would make these the most expensive spectacles yet, in fact, twice as expensive as the second-gen version. But for the money, you now get two cameras instead of one, allowing you to create HD videos with depth perception, and a steel wireframe rather than the old chunky plastic frames. Back to that second camera, it comes with apparently a whole range of 3D effects that you can now do. Storage on the glasses works out to the ability to capture around 70 videos and more than 200 photos on a charge, but the battery life is apparently the same as previous versions. Snap also says this will be a limited edition product with production just a fraction of what it dialed up for the original models, quoting Kurt Wagner in Bloomberg. So if Snap doesn't make money off spectacles and doesn't plan to sell many units, why bother making them at all? Chief Executive Officer Evan Spiegel is a big believer in augmented reality and the blending of digital and physical worlds. Snap already has a number of AR software products like face filters built into Snapchat. Eventually, the idea is that people will wear cameras and lenses on their faces so they don't need to use AR through their phones. A Snap spokesman said the latest spectacles are meant to, quote, draw our community closer to a future in which computing is overlaid on the world rather than confined to a small screen, end quote. So this is Snap continuing to believe in and continuing to position itself for an AR future. And for all the snark aimed at Snap for continuing this experiment, it is worth noting that Facebook, of course, owns Oculus. Microsoft has the HoloLens AR platform. And we're expecting Apple to announce an AR product sometime in the next couple of years, you know, so suppressors and whatnot, uh, then you, you begin to see the agenda. But, you know, it's, it's promoted and hypersuggestibility in the taker. Hypersuggestibility is so increased by such substances that their mere name can affect the outcome of the experience of their use. Oh. Hence, plural suggestions. Historically, in the 1950s and 60s, such substances were used in an attempt by men such as Aldous Huxley and Gordon Wasson, along with the CIA's MKUltra program, to recreate the biblical fall. And so, uh, you know, and then uh, let me just read you this quote by Marlene Dobkin de Rios. She's the former uh, professor of anthropology at Cal State Fullerton. And she states that psychedelic substances like ayahuasca create a state of hypersuggestibility in which persons are very open to being influenced by others. Many traditional cultures have utilized this condition to inculcate cultural 
values and behaviors in young people as they receive initiation into adulthood. In the West, countercultural values can be inculcated into young people when using these psychedelics, especially when using them in an antinomian context. And, of course, antinomian means ever relating to the view that uh, Christians are released by grace from observing the moral law. And so it's, you know, when you think of uh, hypersexed, uh, hyper drugged, um, fornicating in the mud to their rock idols, you know, like at Woodstock or whatever, you know, you get at rock idols, you know, and it's yeah. like once you get once you get the term rock idols and, you know, you're not supposed to worship rock idols or idols made of stone and then they, they put rock idols in front of the kids in the Whoa. form of uh, musicians. Wow. 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 <laughs> wow. So, so let me ask you something. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Maybe what you're saying in terms of what happened to me is true. Let's. There was a time when I was really, like, not in a good place mentally when it came to my career. Uh, 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 get, uh, some fan sent me and a former co-host some chocolate mushrooms. And I decided one day to go to a K-Rock Acoustic Christmas. And I was really, like, in bad places where where uh, my career was in life. So I ate these rooms to just enjoy what I thought was going to be this incredibly corporate event. I ended up seeing uh, Prophets Against Rage, uh, Prophets of Rage, uh, all these bands that, uh, you know, uh, run the jewels, these bands I really like. So as I'm outside chilling, <laughs> there comes this thought over my head that I am exactly where I need to be in life. I'm exactly where I need to be. My career is exactly where it needs to be. And ever since that moment, I've never had a real like, oh, fuck, what am I doing with my life shit? I've really been kind of now, I'm not going to lie to you. There's 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 struggles and other things. I'm not saying I'm a shaman water walker, dude. I mean, I'm like anybody. I have, I have my things. But in terms of that moment and that aspect of my life, my career, I've never really worried about anything from that. It is, and what you're saying is could be 100% true. I'm not saying it's not. It probably is. I'm not going to give you the benefit of that. But is that bad at this point? If the result well, I mean, of if that you're, thing... If you're doing all right in your direction of life, that's fine. But the issue is is that in many people, it causes a state of uh, extended adolescence or arrested development, essentially, where they, uh, you know, where they don't wake up and realize their full life's potential. They're, they're spending their life going to, you know parties and raves and doing drugs rather than building a business and a family and whatnot. And then when they hit their mid forties, they go, Oh crap, I want kids and a family, but now it's too late. You know, I do. And so, and, and that plays straight into the socialist agenda. You know, people that have families and large extended families, they don't need socialist mommy and daddy government to take care of them when they're older. You know, they, they and the extended family can take care of themselves. So you got to wipe out the family, and you have you know single moms and this sort of stuff that that rely upon the check from the government every month. That are really about the promotion of socialism and whatnot. So you know that's the ultimate goal. But if you're doing uh, well with you know what you're attempting in life, then you know then go with it. You know I had back in the day I was offered to do. Uh, open mic night and stuff at the comedy store. I used to hang out down there with the guys a lot, and, and uh, you know, it's uh, I just ended up choosing a different path. That's all. No, I'm totally cool with that. 
Again, was that the that first time you did? Uh, was that the first time? No, you did I, I've done shrooms before, and I I understand exactly what he's talking about. This pushing off of that, of uh, you know, of adulthood and staying in adolescence. I I, I see there is. Uh, I always say this, like sometimes. Um, you know, when, when, when comedians come to me and they give me career, they ask for advice in their career, I give them what I believe and then I give them the advice of what I saw successful people do or what they might term as successful, like uh, the Tom Segura's, the Joe Rogan's and all these people that have had wonderful careers, you know, and I go, what I, I do when we're, I'm happy with it, you know. Throw your friends under the bus and then uh, run with their work. <laughs> So, so what I do is, uh, what, what I see within groups is like, in particular, like feminism. I see there is a line of what is going on and there's this towing the company line sometimes with like, get your, do this. And then when you're almost 40 and you, it's really hard to have kids. Now you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I had kids, you know? And well, I, you know, Glory, Gloria Steinem did, in fact, work for the CIA, by the way. I'm glad you brought her up, you know, and she was a playboy bunny and whatnot. But I have a quote here from the former uh, uh, director of Central Intelligence, and he states, uh, this is from uh, William Col- Colby, and he states, I might quote Miss Gloria Steinem, one of those so assisted, who commented that, quote, the CIA wanted to do what we wanted to do, present, present a healthy, diverse view of the United States, end quote. I never felt that I was being dictated to at all. And that's the former head of the CIA quoting Steinem, one of the, the key founders of the feminist movement, about how the CIA was funding her whole feminism movement. You know, And that goes into the whole extended adolescence thing. And when you realize that you know, like Karen Strauhan, for instance, she's done a lot of work exposing the farce that is uh, feminism. You know, Miss Magazine promoted that stuff as well. But then when you realize the ultimate goal is to destroy the family and interrupt things and then act like, you know, women are the victims of everything, you know, in life and men are the fault and we're the great suppressors and whatnot, uh, then you you begin to see the agenda. But, you know, it's, it's promoted and in universities before women learn any critical thinking and whatnot, and then uh, they, they go around promoting all of this misandry and, and thinking that uh, they're doing society justice. And then you have this, uh, this what is it, uh, Me Too movement crap headed by, you know, one of the worst uh, of them all, Bill Clinton and these people that were, you know, behind all of this stuff. You know, but uh, the, the goal is to you know, spin the blame. It's, it's all social engineering for you know, sure. It's all form of eugenics. Like there is a very interesting, uh, planned, uh, parenthood document that talks about them promoting a lot of these agendas called the Jaffa mem- uh, memo. And in there, they talk about how they're going to, uh, educate for family limit, uh, limitation, encourage, increase, It's a Me Too movement crap headed by, you know, one of the worst uh, of them all, Bill Clinton and these people that were, you know, behind all of this stuff, you know, but uh, the the goal is. Way bigger numbers. Hi, girls, though. Yeah, all smoke shows. I don't know why they like no, to I'll show. tell you why. Because all those guys 
are from uh, MMA and shit. Yeah. So they're all like kind Following of it out. Yeah. yeah. The girlfriends come through no, there. They're looking good. We got some more dates coming up for you. We're super excited. Colorado River. In other words, it was the California propaganda and the message that they were selling that that it was a spiritual experience. And then, of course, they... Uh, uh, Professor Carl Rock and uh, Gordon Wasson under MKUltra Sub Project 58 came up came up with the name Infusion to help market the drugs to the kids. Originally, they were called schizophrenic Phrenogens and psychotomimetics, you know, to, to mimic schizophrenia or to create. There's no room for idle chat in business. So if email is your only moneymaker, make room for something new intercom. Intercom is the only business messenger that starts with real-time chat, then keeps growing your business with conversational bots and guided product tours. Take Intercom customer Unity. In just 12 months, they converted 45... Universe, uh, and then at some point got a show. Um, what did, when did someone say, hey, this is a thing you should be doing on a regular basis? If memory serves, I think Bill Simmons was saying it for a while. Yeah. It's an interesting, cool concept that your son uses or your daughter uses. And smart people have paid this number for it, not realizing that the public market investor, the retail investor, doesn't have that same downside protection. Right, right. So this is another example, and we'll go into the ultimate. Yeah, to me, I agree. I think this guy taking this much money out was unprecedented. It's such a lack of board oversight in terms of, Incredible. of uh, this guy taking, how much did he take out? It's like $700, 700 million. million. That, oh says, that says every single thing to me. I'm sorry, Adam yeah. Newman. You take out seven hundred yeah. million. You just signaled exactly what you think of this company. You know what I mean? It's it's just he's it, take. It's happened before several times, and it's the same bullshit essentially. In addition, one of the keys when you're uh, ideally when you're looking at when you're staring down the barrel of a recession, you want yeah, a company. Yeah. You want a company where you can variableize the cost, meaning that okay, if the, if our revenues go down, we can variableize our cost structure down and survive. And if you think of WeWork, it's almost like an investment vehicle that buys real estate and then tries to arbit out short-term at a higher number, which is no different than Hertz or really mm -hmm. what a, a real estate landlord does. They buy a company long-term and then they and they sell it short-term. That's, that's not a different business model. But where these companies go out of business is what this guy Jim Kohlberg I used to work with gave me this great term. The reason they go out of business is mismatched durations. And that is they borrow money short and they invest long. In other words... Their customers need to give them 24 hours notice sometimes. Sometimes they have in Alibaba took 
Revenue is down 20%. Are they the good shoes, though? Are they the shoes? Well, they do offer the good shoes. And here's the thing. It only makes economic sense because on average, they're charging about 50 or 60 bucks a shoe and you can get concerns about the racist streets. But they were I'm concerned, you know, about these racist streets. I don't like them. And what happened was Trump then reacted saying. And you 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 traitor like as he always does and then and then that's where he then then by Sunday he was like fuck you The following program is made possible by the faithful prayers and financial support of listeners. Financial support of listeners just like you. To find out how you can help, visit www.truenews.com. Question. Why are El Paso police investigators ignoring witnesses who saw multiple shooters wearing black and mask? Stay tuned. We're talking about it on today's edition of True News. I'm Doc Burkhardt. And I'm Kerry Kinsey. It's Wednesday, August 14th, 2019, and these are your uncensored news headlines. The U.S. State Department has issued a travel advisory for people flying to Hong Kong. They're wanting citizens to exercise increased caution there as pro-leadership initiatives in any way. Then what was he doing on your board? It doesn't fly. You have to explain this, Mr. Wexler. Why did you give him a free house? Why didn't you give him a free pass? Why in the 80s did you let him run basically the investments for your billions? And what about Ron Lauder from Estee Lauder? Mm. When, 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 is, when are the people associated with that company going to explain their connection to Jeffrey Epstein? Right, because there is the question of how Epstein was able to get a passport, an Austrian passport, when Ron Lauder was there serving as a diplomat on behalf of the U.S. For a very brief time. That's right. Just enough time, maybe, for Jeffrey Epstein to get an Austrian passport with a Saudi Arabian address. Nothing to see here, folks. Just move on. Just move on. By far, the strangest story today anywhere in the world is the painting of the painting or photograph of Bill Clinton in a blue dress and red high heels. Is it making Belinda Clinton? Hey, let's say that Bill Clinton did not wear a blue dress. Okay, let's say that. We'll just say, <laughs> we'll take Bill Clinton's side and say he didn't wear a blue dress, but Epstein had a painting of him commissioned so how weird is that maybe you want the president of the united states you want a portrait of the president of the united states hanging in your 77 million dollar mansion and you want the president dressed in a blue dress maybe it's a reminder of a conquest you think about the dress monica Lewinsky's dress on bill clinton was bill clinton wearing monica Lewinsky was monica Lewinsky running 
Bill Clinton? Could it be a reference back to potential tie-in Epstein has with the very scandal itself? The, uh, the maybe, he got the, maybe Bill got the dress at Victoria's Secret. Mm. Well, we know that one of the women uh, that uh, has now brought a lawsuit in New York is being seen by the New York Supreme Court, uh, Ms. Arias. She actually was uh, showing up at Mr. Epstein's house initially for an interview, she thought, was to, uh, to get an in to Victoria's Secret. So it's, it's not like Mr. Epstein wasn't flaunting this, at least according to the plaintiff in this case, his connection to Mr. Wexner, which him being the uh, base of the running of Victoria's Secret. Well, we're going to continue asking these questions, guys. Yes. I don't expect any answers, but we will ask the questions because they're in a complete cover-up mode right now. And uh, nobody in the U.S. federal government seems to be alarmed about it. You seen any senators outraged? Any congressmen? You seen? They want this to go away, Rick. You better believe they want it to go away. Um, I don't see any news media asking questions. Nobody's talking about it. I mean, they, they talk a little bit about Epstein, you know, that, you know, his his uh, suicide and so forth. But they don't ask the real serious question: Who did he work for? Right. Who? Who gave him the money? It's the unasked question. They they can't ask it. And even the, quote, conservative media, you know, the outlets out there, I don't have to name, but everyone watching this program knows the right-wing alternative media outlets. They've run with the Clinton angle. They think, oh, this yeah. this is it. Clinton has killed it. And another Arkansas. This must be Hillary and Bill getting revenge. They don't even want to look at the deeper angles of this, which we've laid out in depth. And this isn't us speculating. We've detailed and, and let's just go back to Alexander Acosta. Explain to me, if you want to go the Clinton route, explain to me what Alexander Acosta meant when he told the Trump transition team that Epstein belonged to intelligence. And that's why he backed off. Explain that to Good me. Point. So there's an intelligence agency involved, or maybe more than one. Yeah. But everybody associated with Epstein as associates around him. We're all connected to Zionism and Israel. Right. Now, those who are uh, implicated in visiting his, his various mansions, uh, we're not Zionists. We're not Israelis. Okay? So it's very obvious to see what's going on here. This, is a, this was a Zionist honey trap yes. that entrapped thousands of influential men in America over the last 30 years. I mean, we, we, we have no idea how many people have been entrapped, which explains how America was taken down so quickly in 30, 40, 50 years. It's just, it's, to me, it's the, the explanation is, is so uh, obvious that I have to imagine that uh, the, the Israeli Zionists are laughing and have been laughing for years at how easy the operation turned out to be. A coup by blackmail. Yes. I think they started something decades ago, and they said, hey, this is working. Let's, let's franchise it. Let's step this up. Let's, let's make Jeffrey appear to be a billionaire. Let's give him mansions everywhere. Right. All right, let's, let's give him a mansion in this Manhattan, a mansion in, in the Virgin Islands, a mansion in, New, in Mexico. New Mexico. He's got mansions in Europe. Let's put him everywhere. Yeah, this thing's working so good, let's franchise it. Yes. And he was so busy running the, the, the pedophile network to entrap important men. Just how did he manage these billions of dollars that he was supposed to be 
supervising. And who were his other clients? We only know Wexner. Yes. Who were the other clients? Well, his his ultimate client was the Mossad. I mean, that, come on. <laughs> Wake up. It's not the Clintons. It's, it's not, not the Clintons. coming out through his stories. I mean, you're like wrong. James Stewart, the columnist for New York Times, uh, he noted that Jeffrey Epstein told him in this, this off-record kind of background interview that many people came to Jeffrey Epstein asking for money. We know that the Daily Mail, the two individuals that sold or gave this photo to the Daily Mail that visited in 2012, they were seeking money. So how many people did go to Jeffrey Epstein after he was convicted as a pedophile and they were asking for money for investment, advisement, and what did Jeffrey Epstein know that made him so valuable to people like Elon Musk, if that report is correct? Well, they thought he had money, uh, and now they're outing themselves to uh, try to give themselves some protection because they know their name may eventually come out. And, you know, thinking about all these stories, this story today uh, about the couple visiting him and others, people going to mm. Jeffrey Epstein, talking to him about investments and things like that, no, I don't recall a single one saying, I think I'll invest in, in your company. They just were talking. And that's all Jeffrey Epstein ever did to anybody was talk. He yes. didn't invest in anything, did he? No. And do you, do you notice that as much as we um, in it, tell our audience that our conclusion is that this is an Israeli Mossad operation. Nobody, our enemies don't hit us. Mm, right. All of them are silent. Yes. They don't touch us. I mean, you want to smear me? I'm talking to our enemies. You want to smear me? Why don't you go after me on this topic? Why don't you run stories? Rick Wells says Israeli Mossad controlled Jeffrey Epstein. Go ahead and publish it. Please do it. They won't do it. They're all quiet. You know why? Because this is the story they want to go away. Absolutely. They they can plan it on the Clintons because they know that's a dead end. Yes. Because, first of all, Clintons don't go to jail. <laughs> they don't go to It doesn't matter what they do. They oh, don't go to jail. Way. So why not just pin it on the Clintons and say, oh, well, it's, it's them. And when they don't get uh, justice on that, they say, well, just another thing the Clintons got away with. Those rascally Clintons there. So think about the Clintons don't go to jail. Uh, it was We often wondered who had, the, who had enough clout in the world to keep the Clintons out of prison. Rockefellers. So were the Clintons so deeply uh, compromised through the Jeffrey Epstein sex uh, operation that they actually, they, they told Clinton, you're, you're performing so well for us <laughs> that we'll cover for you. you. You'll never go to prison. We'll, we'll make sure nobody ever sends you to prison. Well, think about that. That's, that is correct. Did that carry over to the next administration, the administration after it? Like President Trump. I've always wondered why has President Trump uh, fulfilled every, and not even somebody he's mentioned in the campaign, done everything in his power to, to do things on behalf of Israel, giving them the Golan Heights, giving them the embassy, them. cutting off funding to all forms of the PLO government in both America and even for the UN uh, Human Rights Council. Why did he move to all these extents? But you think about it from this angle. Is it possible that that same network that maybe was providing cover for Bill and Hillary Clinton provided the very same cover for Donald J. Trump and his family? We know that Steve Bannon, 
visited uh, the Epstein mansion, this very mansion we mentioned just now, in 2018. We're now hearing that he may have also visited in 2016, according to Lee Stranahan. We've also heard that he might have been going to a, uh, a dinner, basically, uh, with, uh, Les, uh, with uh, James Stewart, the New York Times columnist. Were those meetings, precursory meetings, to ask for cover? Because did the Epstein scandal ever come up during the campaign? Never. Isn't that odd? Never. President Trump went to a dinner at this very mansion in 2003. It was a dinner honoring Bill Clinton. You think this would be a topic the media would talk about during the campaign? It was photographed with Ghislaine Maxwell, the daughter of a an Israeli spy. Yes. And don't you think that video, the 1992 video of Donald Trump at that party with at Jeffrey, the Mar-a-Laga. at the at, with Jeffrey Epstein, with all the girls and everything, back from 1992, why didn't that show up during the campaign? Multiple suitors. They were, wearing, they were wearing all black, wearing masks. I mean, why isn't this everywhere in the world? Right. Why aren't we here? And therefore, you're not qualified to have a gun. Right. And it's Come your on. Donald Trump who once the Pencil Times had posted that day. And I started hearing people in the store, outside the park. And, and I was just looking at their coverage of what happened in El Paso at the Walmart. And I started watching the, the raw video that the El Paso Times had posted that day. And I started hearing people in the store, outside the parking lot, who actually saw the shooting. Right. And they're telling the El Paso Times, I saw multiple shooters. They were, wearing, they were wearing all black, wearing masks. I mean, why isn't this everywhere in the world? Right. Why aren't we hearing that the... El Paso police have apprehended the other shooters. Yeah. Why, are, why isn't there a, a discussion in the country? Who were the other men? Why, why were they dressed in black? And, Here's and, this picture of the guy coming in the door without a mask, but eyewitnesses saw men in black. And, and aren't these eyewitness accounts just as valid, just as weighty as the ones that they're trotting out all the time? But Doc, if you question this, you are a dangerous white supremacist, and you have to have your gun taken away. See, they're, they're going to crim- they're going to criminalize thinking. Yes, yes. You can't question only, authority. Only insanity will be permitted. Uh, think about where this is going. They're monopolizing. You will laws. have to be insane to be normal. Imagine if you're one of those eyewitnesses and you saw three people, and but the entire narrative is no, there was one shooter that did it. And you're like questioning your own sanity in all of this. Or your survival. You just, no, it's your survival. You just keep your mouth shut. Right. That's what they're doing in the country. Keep your mouth shut. Don't question the facts. Yeah. All right? The facts. Yeah. Don't question the facts. We're going to, you know, we're the establishment is saying, we're going to tell you what the facts are. And if you question it, we're going to label you as a dangerous terrorist. That's we'll right. come and take your guns from you. We'll, we'll put you in jail for hate speech. Because you're mentally ill. Yes. Because you don't believe us. That makes you mentally ill. Well, I want to show you some of the video. Uh, the first one is uh, an El Paso uh, eyewitness. He was in the parking lot. And he described seeing, I mean, this, the shooter fired his weapon towards this man. The man you're about to see saw people go down in the parking lot outside of Walmart. He describes what he saw, and then he said the shooter aimed at him, 
missed him, shot through his windshield. Then he describes the shooter. This is a number 19 for our control. I'll go ahead and play this one. I'm not inside. I saw the outside when everything started. What did you hear? What did you see? Gunshots. Saw the lady got hit in front of me. And the one inside of me. And the uh, individual also shot at me when she missed and hit the window. So. Did you ever imagine anything like this would ever happen to you? No, never. Where, what side of town do you live on, sir? I live on, I would say, Central. Central. What else did you see? Did you see people running out, that kind of thing? I even saw the, the, the guy with the gun. I saw him twice. What did he look like? Was he dressed in Anglo? About six foot. He had an AK-47. Was he dressed in, like, military All gear? black. All black. He had a mask. You can see his eyes. That's about it. Is that the scariest thing you've ever seen? Yes. Then me with my mom was I didn't know what to do. But eventually I got the chance to take her and put inside the, between the two vending machines, which helped with a lot. That's when the individual tried to shoot at me, which he missed because I kind of took down But it's kind of experience seeing the lady get her. Interesting, isn't it? What that man saw is different from what the news media and the government is telling the American people. Somebody's lying. What, all black? And I say it's the government and the news media because they lie constantly. Yeah. If their mouth is moving, they're lying. That man said the shooter was dressed in all black with a mask, and you could only see his eyes. Now, Doc, if you were in a parking lot and you saw somebody shooting humans and they're falling around you and he aims at you, the bullet misses you and it goes through your windshield, would you remember what he looked like? I think I would have some recollection of that. That would probably be burned in my memory from then on. Six foot tall, white Anglo, all black, wearing all black, mask, only his eyes visible and in these walmart pictures of the guy walking in there he was wearing uh Why was he? uh you know uh, earmuffs or uh, ear protection yes. eye protection things cargo like pants that. right t-shirt white, white cargo pants black shirt yes. I mean, this, this man is saying that all black all black and wearing a mask that's so he changed clothes in the parking lot put on uh ear protection eye protection took off his mask changed his pants his shirt took yeah while he was shooting everybody. That, it just stinks to high heaven, doesn't it? All right, we have another one. This is uh, number 20. This is an eyewitness uh, who saw multiple men firing guns. This is number 20. Watch this one. Okay, so you saw more than one person dressed in black shooting inside the Walmart. Hi, birdie. 
cashier's counter right at the front of the store this is where the cashier counters are inside walmart she said she not only saw four four men coming in but they were firing their weapons dressed in all black this runs completely contrary to any narrative that has only one shooter with just a black shirt on no mask we now have two eyewitnesses who are saying they saw somebody dressed in black wearing a mask right one man saw one man out in the parking lot this woman saw four inside the store. Now, have these people been questioned by the El Paso police? Has any national news network, CNN, Fox News, has AP, Reuters, the New York Times, has anybody gone to El Paso and interviewed these people? No. How do we find them? What the establishment is telling us you have to believe the narrative. And they decided that on Sunday. Because the police were forced to address this. This was, uh, I'd say, not just going viral on the internet, but every single person talking about El Paso was saying, what about the other shooters? What about the reports of other shooters? Well, the El Paso Police Department, in a statement on Sunday, said they had run down every lead they were given, even regarding uh, other shooters, other accomplices, and they had found them all to be without merit. So they had moved on. One day, Rick, one day for a shooting. Found without merit. So that, that woman was hallucinating. Yes. Right? That's the, the, they say she's hallucinating or she's. she's okay, so show us the, the uh, security surveillance video from inside Walmart. Sure. Show it to us. Just, just show us the video. Yeah, I don't know what your local Walmart in El Paso is like, but the one here in Vero Beach, there's a camera every about 20 Sorry. feet. Oh, I, oh, I've spoken to five different Walmart managers since we first ran the story. Each of these managers told me that they're in some Walmarts, there are facial recognition cameras. Oh, yeah. It's here up in Vero. 4K definition. Right. The ones that don't have it, Absolutely. they minimum have Absolutely. at least 40 cameras right. so, throughout the store. So I know what the government would say. Well, we can't show you this video. It's too shocking the carnage, the blood. No, we understand that. The corruption is more shocking. Yes. Thank you. The corruption is more shocking. We can handle the blood and guts. Show us the video. Show you us people upset. in the government, Oops. you're liars. You're sick liars. And you think that we're stupid. You think that we're dumb. We know that you're lying. There is something very evil going on in this country. There are kill teams. Death squads. Death squad kill teams moving throughout America, killing, slaughtering innocent Americans. And there's an agenda. And I have named it Ergen. And I am risking my life saying it's Ergen. I-R-G-U-N, Ergen. The country's being taken over. We're about to be disarmed through a Republican president who is compromised by his association with Jeffrey Epstein. The witnesses are telling you multiple suitors wearing black. We never heard the truth about Las Vegas 
how one man got in a hotel and shot all those people on the ground? Rick, there's still no video of the shooter himself firing the gun into the crowd. Think how crazy that is. The largest mass shooting in U.S. history launched the most extensive gun control legislation since, I'd say, even the Obama years. We still don't even have pictures of the man shooting his weapon. That's right. We don't have a video of the jet going into the Pentagon on 9-11. Ooh. Nice job. Same people. The same people involved in all of it. The takedown of America. Mm. Next one. Mm. Number 21. Mm. Eyewitness to El Paso shooting saw three men dressed in black. Mm-hmm. Let's run number 21. So we were on the air, on the postman and we just thought it was something hitting hitting the floor and or the wall and that's when my mom's like, no it is actually shooting and she saw three men running in and they were all just in black and that's when my mom said drop down, go down to the floor. And after that I just grabbed my mom, my little brother by the hand and I just took them outside to the back. Did you guys see anyone shot, wounded? No, we just saw the no my mom saw the three men running. They were they holding guns? They were they holding guns? So she, so she saw them actually shooting the guns. So I, I guess she's in shock. She imagined that there were three men in black. Well, well the police tracked down this, this lead and determined that it was without merit, Rick. That's right. So either the feds told the El Paso police, here's the narrative, this is what you go with, or the police in El Paso are complicit with the crime that took place. Now, cover I, up. I don't doubt that there was a shooting. Obviously, there's a shooting. Yes. Innocent people are being slaughtered. I, I, I'm not questioning whether any of these shootings took place. But, uh, so, but, don't, so my enemies out there, don't even try to say that I am denying that these shootings are taking place. I'm telling you that Ergen did it. Yes. Run with that story, right wing watch. Put it out there. Rick Wiles said Ergen has killed teams in America. Go for it. We're at the end of this country. They're slaughtering innocent people on a Saturday afternoon shopping at Walmart. My God, what's it take to get the American people to wake up and defend themselves? To our Palestinian friends, to all of our Arab friends, Ergen is in America. The same terrorists that took the Arab lands in 1948, they're here in America killing us. I'm risking my life saying this. If something happens to me, know who did it. I'm risking my life making these statements. And I just, I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I risking my life when so few people care? Why, why? They don't even care. Like screaming from the deck of that Titanic sometimes. If something happened to me, they wouldn't care. They just keep on going with it. They're just being taken over. I mean, I'd be smarter just to go live on an island and live out the rest of my life quietly having just a peaceful retirement. Mm. Why, why would I put my life on the line here? Because you made a vow to put your hand and keep your hand on the plow. Well, I can plow on an island, but I don't have to fight this corruption. 
I can serve God on another place. But when the people of this place don't want to be delivered, they don't want to know the truth. They don't care enough to take a stand against evil. They're celebrating their delusion. Their enslavement. They, they are, they're enslaved. They've been taken over. Their minds were captured. They don't have to come in and capture your body. They captured your mind. Right. And that's what's been done to the American people. I, I remember we went and saw a magic show in Las Vegas one night, and there was a helicopter on stage. Yes. And he made that helicopter disappear. That's right. Now, I also know. made a live lion appear on the stage in front of us and we were like three rows from the stage now I know that's not physically possible to happen and yet I've suspended my belief in order to say there's a, that lion appeared there that's right. that helicopter disappeared off, that's off right. that stage that's right control does have that by the they way okay this is a 2016 campaign Donald Trump admitting in a rally that the drain the swamp line was not his he was told to say it and he didn't think it would work, but he did, and he was using it. Watch this. Drain the swamp. Look at that sign. Drain the swamp in Washington, D.C. Look at that. You know, I said to somebody the other day, and even today, drain the swamp. We put it in about two days ago. I said, drain the swamp. I didn't like it. I didn't like the expression. Drain the swamp in Washington. So I said it three days ago. The place went crazy. I said, you know what? I'm starting to like that expression. And now it's a hot, ex it's like trending all over the world. Drain the swamp in Washington. So we like, we like that expression. He just read his line. I didn't like that expression, Rick. Because up to now, we still haven't drained the swamp. We're building condos in the swamp right now. That's right. what we're doing. That's right. So everything he told us was calculated manipulation it was manipulation and uh, his job is to get white people angry get them whipped up <laughs> so that uh, there could be accusations white made people that white people in america are dangerous i'm gonna tell you what i will not and i'm saying this for a f for safety reasons i will not attend any political rally in 2020 starting in 2019 I will not attend my fear is there will be mass shootings and political rallies slaughter Yes. slaughter like uh, we've seen here in Philadelphia even today an active shooter took uh, injured about five police officers according to NBC yes. Philadelphia and when we uh, go when we went to the rallies before we're sitting in the press box mm. with CNN and Fox News and New York Times <laughs> And, you know, we don't have any way of saying, hey, we're true news. We're not liars like the rest of these guys. Well, the president directs ire toward yes, that very location. The audience turn, look at them, boo, you know. Yes. Well, uh, look, and the press has, they have a legitimate reason to say we're concerned. Mm. Okay. I wouldn't sit there on that press box in 2020. You're an open target. Because it, it only takes one person to have sneaked in a firearm or a grenade or, or uh, acid, anything. Start a fire. If someone yes. started a fire in one of those uh, right. big stadiums, it would I, cause... I really think there's going to be violence in the political rallies of 2020. Both sides. On both sides. It's going to be a melee. 
and uh, they're going to be begging to round up the guns. They're going to be begging. People are saying, enough is enough. Round up the guns. Let's just, let's just confiscate them. Let's just, uh, you know, we're, we're just going to send the military door to door and confiscate the guns. I don't even think they'll have to do that, Rick. I think people will willingly do it. Well, yes, a, a substantial portion will willingly do it, but it will be the diehard patriots who say, over my dead body, and, and they'll that's, say, yes, that's, that's exactly what we want, over your dead body. And that's what it's going to take. And, they'll and do the it. stage is being set for it. And they'll make it look like, because you held on, yes. you're the crazy person. Yes. Meanwhile, we'll have some more Ergen kill teams move through the country, and Ergen will be at the rallies. Yes. If they're, not, be if Ergen, they're not already there. It'll be Ergen at the rallies. Okay. I-R-G-U-N, Ergen. Okay. Study it. Learn about it. The Palestinians know all about Ergen because Ergen slaughtered their families. The British know about Ergen. Rick, they, yes. Ergen literally fought against the British during World War II. Yes. Ergen was a terrorist organization. And Ergen ended up becoming Israel. Yes. It is Israel. Ariel Sharon, all these, Menachem Begin, these guys were terrorists. They slaughtered people. They weren't, none of them were from Palestine. They were Ashkenazis from Europe. And they infiltrated Palestine and they started terrorist groups and started killing the Arabs. I just want our Arab friends to know, I'm doing my best to stand up for you. I, you know, my eyes have opened in recent years, and I see what was done to you, and and I grieve for you. I feel for you, and I regret uh, that in the past that I believed the lies told in this country by the Jewish news media and the Jewish-controlled politicians, the lies that we were told about the Arab people. I regret that I believed that stuff. And I just want the American people to know we've been lied to. We have been lied to. There is a very dangerous group in the world called Zionists. And most Jews in the country are in the world are not Zionists. If they were all Zionists, they'd be living in Israel. They don't want to live in Israel. Right. They want to live in London. They want to live in Paris. They want to live in, in Miami. And I don't blame them. They don't want to go to Israel. It's the Zionists. Those are the troublemakers. They're the troublemakers in the world. And it's a dangerous movement. It's a political, religious movement. It's satanic. It operates in a satanic realm with Kabbalah witchcraft. It's a death cult. Hitler, the Nazis, were in the occult. That was a religious, political movement. The empire of Japan, Shintoism. Yes, occult. Political, religious they're dangerous. We had world wars over it. There's going to be a world war over Zionism. And this country is on the wrong side of the war. They're making us the foot soldiers. American kids are going to die for Zionism. American grandmas and grandpas are going to die. Better believe it. That's where, that's where they're taking it. All right. That's enough truth for one day. Hey... While you can still do it, and while I'm still alive, 
to ask you, okay? I can't get the, it's something metallic down there. <laughs> My magnetic sticker won't come up. We got some metal here on this thing. All right, the True News bumper sticker. First time donors to True News. Any size gift. We just trust that you'll give enough to cover the printing of the, of the bumper sticker and the shipping of it. But we hope that you'll be very generous. Uh, go to truenews.com, click donate. PayPal is support at truenews.com. If you're on YouTube, live chat right now, super chat right now, you can donate this very second. And um, uh, our mailing address, P.O. Box 690069, Vero Beach, Florida, 32969. We need everybody else. Please get involved with us. Help us, support us. We're in dangerous times. Jesus said perilous times. Yes. I don't know. I don't know what perilous times would look like if it didn't look like this. We're in perilous times. We're in danger. We're in trouble. God bless you. The good news is Jesus Christ is coming back. He's going to clean up this mess. He's going to establish a righteous kingdom. He's going to make a new earth, and he is going to rule forever. And you and I are going to be back in the Garden of Eden living with our maker, almighty God. That's the good news. And I, I, I just keep your eyes, keep your heart focused on the good news. Jesus Christ is coming. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.
my god, dude, that's crazy. Once again, that was uh, Jim Watkins and his AMSR fountain pen review. ASMR. Do I have any music here? X. Nope. Proof of tickets. Did I fuck that up? Oh, I sure as fuck did. Damn it. 27. Oh, well. Bluegrass. Hmm. That's not me. Where's the music? X. Nope. I got nothing. I got no. I can't make music. Okay. Darn. Well, might as well just start watching Downton Abbey. It's the best. Be a slave. Right, what's up with this? Oh, William's back. Why are you coming in this way? I'm the manager. Thomas.
Season two, episode three. So, you're not going to war then? Apparently not. Oh, my legs. Is it true about Mr. Crawley bringing a famous general here? Captain Crawley. Yes. When can I poison him? No reason. Ooh. If they arrive at five, Obvious. we'll walk him around the wards, then show him the recovering men at play. Obvious tension. And after that, a fairly grand dinner, I'll tell them to bring mess Manners porn. So, such good manners. It's like porn. Manners porn. I can't write with this hand. left-handed. Uh, where's the... Where am I on so? I'm not going to be so sad. Getting there. Here to see me off. 
Kim and Carter. That's gonna go bad. Ooh, I like that game. Poison guy. Here's a call me. Here's the note to prove it. Maybe somebody. Ooh. Drama. High drama. Don't. Oh, it's better than I'm an elevator. Nice shot. What does it say, Lady Who? Forgive me. Try to see that. Lady Edith. Lady Sybil. Oh, that's right. I forget which exciting sister he was dabbling with. <laughs> Stopped. 
<laughs> no way.
The real skinny. Is there any chance you might take our footman, William, for your servant? I can pull some strings, get him transferred to your office. If you'd like me to, of course. I can't promise to keep him safe. I know, but he'd have someone looking out for him. Oh my God! Clan, are you all right, old chap? What? Is he crying? It all just gonna get all fucked up and bloody. That's just good looking. Why does it all feel so melodramatic now? Why am I recording this? Sigayo! The horrors of wars.
Yeah, when am I gonna be ready for work again? Read the Talmud. I answered. He said, "Have you have you seen a copy of the Talmud?" And I said, "Not literally. Literally. Not literally." But we are in a dream, and inside of a dream we dreamed that we were not in a dream. We were... Bang, 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 bang. Bang, 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 bang. Bang. Bang! Bang! Ooh, the red, the red cross. Bang! 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 What's that say? The red cross emblem, used with kind permission of the UK Ministry of Defence and British Red Cross Society. Two thousand eleven. Oh, that was a long time ago. Bang, 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 bang,
That's that was quite a long time ago. Alright, on to season two, episode four, it appears. I might as well double check. Last time I started watching episode five, and freaking Bates just showed up. I was like, Bates, what are you doing there? Mr. Bates, Mr. Bates, Mr. Bates. It's like Mr. Bates is actually the star of the show because he's like the most gentlemanly, despite his class. Thus evidencing that class has two definitions and he has embodied the more refined definition of the word. Oh, I just make up words. I just make up phrases. I don't know if I'm talking properly. Wait, I saw this one. It's already happened. Without me. What time is Dr. Clarkson's run? It's already happened. Without me? Why? I'm not very late. We didn't even need to wait. Mrs. Hughes, I need to steal you for a minute. I have to check the linen books. But I went over them last week. Very good, lady. I'll get started. Surely I could... Anna, can you tell Mrs. Patmore it'd be easy for me to go through the menus this afternoon? Of course you may. Oh. Why can't I do anything in this house tomorrow? I want to Bummer as in bummer. I don't. I was keeping her talking. Mustn't blame her. I don't. Okay. What, he's not invalid? What, he just gets to sit around and be all fucking supremely charismatic and handsome with his mustache? Isn't it time for you to go? Die.
So will you be joining in there? Rich Carlyle is powerful. He's rich and getting richer. He wants to buy a proper house. He's Epstein. Rich Carlyle. He blackmails people. Mother, he lives in a cruel world. Your beau, is it? A man who lends money, then uses Grandma. it to blackmail the recipient. He lives in a tough world. And will you be joining in there? Rich Carlyle is powerful. He's rich and getting richer. He wants to buy a proper house, you know, with an estate. He says after the war, the market will be flooded and we can take our pick. Oh. And you can dance on the grave of a fallen family. They will fall, lots of them. Some won't rise again, but I don't intend to be among them. That leaves Matthew. That's done now, Granny. Finished. Granny. It's time to move forward. What about Sybil? Does she have anyone in her sights? Not that I know of. Are you sure she has no chap in mind? Oh, how odd. I had an English series of crushes at her age. I don't think so. Not even some man she doesn't care to mention. What do you mean? Well, war breaks down barriers, and when peacetime re-erects them, it's very easy to find oneself on the wrong side. Really, Granny, how can you say that I'm too worldly, but Sybil's not worldly enough? You cannot be so contrary. I'm a woman, Mary. I can be as contrary as I choose. I just want to steal these these uh, words left and right and just reassemble them. I can be contrary as I choose. That's some funny shit. Oh man, I'm just not very good at poetry. I think I came up with some poems today, though. Yeah, I came up with some lyrics. Let's see what I got. Friendship, I mean, I believe it waxes and wanes, and I don't want to hold it too close. And whatever it is, especially if enmity, I'll try not to decide what is most. most. It makes me want to sing about a butterfly. Was it ever not safe to be a kid on earth? It's hard to hold the trust. What's wrong with being nothing? Oh, those are good choruses, probably. I mean, in my estimation, it was transcendental. And why is there poetry? Get off. My fucking lung hurts, dude. Ow.
worldly, but Sybil's not worldly enough. You cannot be so contrary. I'm a woman, Mary. I can be as contrary as I choose.